If I eat more kale, will I come more often? Hmm. What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, America's favorite sex educator. And the sex situation we're getting into today is all about eating for better sex. And to help us chew on this issue, I am so, so, so excited to introduce Christine Delosier. She's the author of the new book, A Diet for Great Sex. And in addition to being a well-established author, Christine is also an acupuncturist, nutritional counselor, and research scientist trained in Chinese dietary therapy. In her private practice, she specializes in sexual health, treating patients with acupuncture, and also working with them to develop dietary habits that help support their sexual goals. That's the kind of acupuncturist I need to go to. Thank you for being here, Christine. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm happy to be here, too. Good. So I actually was reading your book. And again, the name of Christine's book is Diet for Great Sex. And my biggest question is the trifecta of great sex. Can you explain this a little bit better? Yes. So how many of us, when we thought about great sex, think about food? That's not the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, we think about the right person. We think about the right mood. um, We think about the right situation, a connection, the chemistry. But physiologically, great sex is when our nerves are firing strong, rapid impulses to and from our genitals. It's when our blood vessels are delivering blood flow, and it's when our sex hormones are balanced. So that, in a nutshell, is the trifecta of great sex. And food very much influences all three of these. Okay, so to break it down, the first thing was? Nerves. The second? Blood vessels. And the third? Hormones. And when we're eating all of the right foods, all of those things are working together to help deliver us the best sexual experiences. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. I love, I love the way that you put it together, the trifecta of great sex. Now, more specifically, when it comes to food, can you tell us how does food impact our sex life? Well, let's take, I'll, I'll give you an example in my one of my favorite foods for sex which is leafy greens okay so just like the the kale you were talking about leafy greens actually influence this entire trifecta of great sex so first of all they're loaded with antioxidants which have been shown in research to speed nerve conduction strengthen nerve signals and that means pleasure signals that means signals of lubrication it means signals that will lead to orgasm so yes if you eat more kale you will have better and more abundant orgasms. That's probably my number one complaint from my female patients is, you know, how can I have easier, better orgasms? The second thing that leafy greens like kale and spinach and romaine and all those do is it promotes vascular health. So the the blood vessels in the penis and the clitoris are among the smallest in the body, unfortunately. And that means when, when anything is awry, there's plaque accumulation, we see it first in our sexual health and sexual pleasure and satisfaction. So those become blocked quickest with plaque accumulation. Less blood flow means worse sex, basically. Um, The leafy greens, they have 
naturally occurring nitrates, which promote vascular health, and they actually even dilate blood vessels in the short term. They have loads of potassium, which we could talk, we could have a whole show about potassium and how it affects sexual health. Um, what potassium does is it makes those blood vessels more elastic. It softens that delicate inner lining of blood vessels so that they can deliver more blood flow to the genitals. And it also helps even regulate sex hormones and optimize testosterone because leafy greens, first of all, they reduce the stress hor hormone cortisol, which sabotages testosterone. And that's important for male and female sexual pleasure and sexual health. So absolutely, um, you should be doing what I do, which is I drink a kale and spinach shake every single morning. I'm sure that has everything to do with like, I'm hot right now. I'm already <laughs> actually getting a little drippy thinking about all of the greens. But seriously, that's what you really need. You need these greens in your body to make sure that your blood vessels are open so that the blood can gush down to where it needs to go. And I know a lot of people are very concerned concerned about orgasms. When they think about sex, they think about orgasms. For me, one of the biggest factors that contributes to great sex is actually desire. And when the blood is rushing through your veins, when you're sexually excited, that in a nutshell is an indication of desire. And I've worked with women who are diabetics. And one of the problems is they don't become lubricated. They don't have the same desire for sex. And we do try to encourage a healthier diet can actually help increase your desire for sex. It can help help your body really prepare to have better sexual experiences. And it sounds like you're saying the same thing. Exactly. And there are a lot of studies with um, patients who have type 2 diabetes where they do change their diet and they have better sex. We know that you increase your antioxidants and they've actually measured two things. They've measured nerve conduction speed, so how quickly and strongly your nerves fire those impulses, and they've measured actual sexual satisfaction with type 2 diabetics in response just to simply increasing your antioxidants in your diet. So yes, it, it very much works. It'll promote desire, lubrication, um, and yes, orgasm. And another thing that I really liked about your book is you did focus some of it specifically on women. And just like so many studies have focused on how diabetes impacts male sexual functioning, I wrote a paper about how diabetes impacts female sexual functioning. And tell us a little bit more about how diet impacts female sexuality in particular. Well, you know, we we can have sex whether we have blood flow or not, unlike a male, you know, we, who needs the, the blood to get there. But that's not to say that we're going to have good sex. You know, we need proper lubrication. We need um, engorgement, though, just the same. More blood flow means the clitoris is stiffer. It's more sensitive to touch. And so we will experience more pleasure with better blood flow. And then the other thing is my female patients um, complain of uh, low libido is probably the second besides orgasms, it's libido. And when we're taking care of our bodies, we can balance, you know, all of that cortisol, the testosterone, the estrogen, all of the sex hormones that are really um, need to be in balance for us to have optimal libido. And it's not just the sex hormones. We're talking about things like ghrelin and leptin, you know, things that, you know, tell us when we're full and when we're hungry, because those in turn affect 
our sex hormones and things like leafy greens and things like the cruciferous vegetables, for example, will help you balance your blood sugar hormones, which in turn lead to better, more balanced sex hormones. Now, to make sure everyone still is on the same page with us and is understanding everything that we're saying, libido is another word for sex drive. And I know everybody knows that, but cruciferous vegetables, tell us specifically what those are for the people who aren't going to farmer's market every weekend. Sure. So yeah, I'm a little bit of a food nerd and uh, and I'm a little bit of a food snob too. So um, yeah, I love all the cruciferous vegetables. Those are like your broccoli, your cauliflower, your Brussels sprouts, um, the, even cabbage uh, is in that family. They have these sulfuric compounds in them. They have um, they have micronutrients that are anti-inflammatory um, that do help balance those other hormones, the ghrelin and leptin, and they um, help even make our bodies more sensitive to insulin. They are all overall great for our bodies, but in particular, they're good for sex for, for all of those reasons. So I'm going to do a very um, non-graceful topic switch. Your professional background is really acupuncture and food, nutritional counseling. And now you have a practice that's really focused on sexual wellness and you're promoting this diet. I want to know, how did you come up with this diet and how do you know that it works? <laughs> so be, long before I was an acupuncturist, I did train to be a research scientist. So I'm very, you know, interested. I, I read a lot of research just to say, okay, what's the science say about this? And I'm also obsessed with food. I love food. So I thought, well, you know, that I always am trying to find a way that, you know, nature can kind of move us in the right direction, um, no matter what the ailment is. So I just took my scientific interest and my research interest, and I wanted to say, hey, what does this, what does science say about this? Does science, can science prove this? What I kind of already knew anyways, which is like, like stick to nature. Nature, you know, stick to what human beings are naturally supposed to be doing to care for our bodies. And, you know, things will go in the right direction. You know, I wanted to, you know, see, see what the, the research had to say about it. So that's what I what I set out to do. And I wanted to give my patients a tool. You know, I couldn't, I was always talking people's ear off my patients, you know, trying to tell them, you know, hey, you know, giving them a, a sermon on what they should eat. And I thought, you know, it would be a lot easier if they have a book in their hands or, you know, some kind of guide, you know, that I couldn't possibly fit into an hour session, you know. So how did you come up with the plan, the specific diet plan? I came up with it based on what was what actually had evidence to support it? What did the actual research say uh, in, in terms of what we should eat? You know, I mean, yes, we can, you have take general guidelines for like, for example, I, I mean, I even looked at other primates. I looked at research on other primates because human beings, you know, other animals know what to eat. I mean, they have an instinct for it. Their instinct is strong. We They're not eating lost. Kit Kats and Twinkies. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, all of those Kit Kats and Twinkies have sabotaged our instincts for what's healthy for us. You know, we don't know what the right plant is to go to to eat or the right, you know, whatever it is, whatever, you know, food we eat is told, you know, somebody has told us that it's good for us. So, um, but if you look at other primates, they sit around eating loads of leaves. They eat a lot of fruit. They, they, they eat some bugs in there as well. Um, but in, in eating so many leaves and, and berries, they get 
a lot more fiber. They get a lot more micronutrients. They get a lot more calcium, magnesium, zinc, um, all of those things that very much are linked to great sex. But basically, I decided to include anything that has evidence to support it. And so I basically used research as a guideline. But, you know, it's not, it's a science book in that respect. It's based on science, but I wanted to make it really fun and easy to read. It's something for the non-necessarily scientific person. It's for people to incorporate practical, practically. Exactly. Right. Yep. This is something, look, my sex life hasn't been so great. Um, I got a new partner, that didn't work. You know, I got new underwear, that didn't work. You know, I got a new vibrator, that didn't work. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) I need something I can do. So this is that you can pick up and say, you know what? Let me load up on these types of foods and see maybe this will work. And one thing that I think is sort of a hidden bonus with the plan that you're recommending is it really is also very health oriented. And I find when you feel best about yourself is when you're eating foods that are good for you, that's good fuel. I always think about my body as a car and it's like, are you a Ferrari or I don't know, a Lamborghini or, you know, are you an old beat up beetle, you know, from 1972 with the restored. And we all know, yes, you can get a new heart, but is it going to be the same as the original one? So it's best to care for the vehicle that you have to get you through life. And I always think, what kind of fuel am I putting into this vehicle? Right. You know, put the cheapest gas into the most luxurious vehicle? No, right? No. And so I think, well, this is the vehicle I've got to drive around for the rest of my life. And when I feel good about what I'm eating, I feel not only that I look better and I feel better internally, it seems to have sort of a self-confidence boost. Like I can do this. Look, I can be healthy. That in turn turns into sexual attraction for someone being attracted to you. You're giving off the good juices. I feel good about myself. And you know what they say about a confident woman who feels good about herself that's when all the guys you know zone in on her to go ruin her life but (laughs) jokes 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 but tell me um in short how do you know this plan works I know from my patients, I, 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 of course, serve as my own guinea pig and I make my patients serve as guinea pigs, you know, so I, I see the results in, in the clinic. And then we also have the, the evidence in science to, to support it. Um, you know, there, there are short-term benefits of eating healthy. There are long-term benefits to eating healthy. So, you know, you can even, uh, if you want to have a date night sex menu, you can see the results very, very shortly. So we know from science that if you eat a greasy fatty meal your testosterone will drop you know so that's not the meal you want to eat before sex if you eat same thing with a sugary and to remind everyone both men and women have testosterone this is one of the sex hormones that promotes our sex drive so a lot of people think well testosterone in men but no women also have testosterone actually right before our periods i call it pretty man syndrome, PMS. I say, that's just when our testosterone's unmediated by estrogen. So they want to call us a bitch. I'm like, no, we're just acting like you. But (laughs) a lot of women right before their period also have an increased sex drive. 
Yeah. Like, to remind people that when Christine keeps discussing testosterone, it is definitely something that affects both men and women's sexual yeah, function. So, so much so that there are women who take testosterone for their libido. You know, that's how important it is. So you don't want to be adding, you know, eating this fatty meal. You don't want to be eating a sugary meal because that's also going to drop your testosterone. And there's even foods that will um, stiffen your blood vessels and make for less blood flow, you know, where our salty foods are really salty meal. And a, again, a really fatty meal. Uh, if you eat something like salmon, the omega-3 rich, you know, fats, they actually have the opposite effect on blood vessels. They actually promote more blood flow. So that's a good choice for a, for a date night. Um, but, uh, you know, potassium rich foods, uh, you can ha design a whole menu. And I have in the book, <laughs> that for just for your date night, you know, that's going to keep your testosterone higher and it's going to increase blood flow. And, you know, if you're like me, you don't necessarily have to tell your date that this is our sex diet. You know, they don't necessarily <laughs> have to know you're you're trying to resolve an issue that you actually haven't discussed yet. Okay? You don't even have to be resolving an issue. I mean, I tried it. I've had, I have great sex. You know, I have very good sex. I tried it out with my boyfriend and just to say, oh, OK, do, do we notice a difference? This is one single meal. Do we notice the difference? And we both thought, yeah, this is a subtle difference. You know, we, we notice a, a change. If you take um, subjects who are given one single uh, portion of spinach, for example, and you, then you measure their salivary nitric oxide, that's what's what promotes dilation of blood vessels and more blood flow. It's actually two hours after you eat spinach, it's eight times that of baseline. So that's one single meal. Um, and that's one single serving of spinach. We're not talking about a whole plate of it even. I'm just telling everyone I do eat a bag of spinach every single morning, okay? <laughs> Period. That's it. That's all I got to say. We're going to move on to the next question. Okay. Now, back to your point. What if you're already having great sex? Like you and your boyfriend, what if you're already having good sex? Will this help? Like, is this going to help me, a person who eats a bag of spinach a day already? Yeah. Well, yeah. you do. You, are you eating enough potassium? Are you eating enough? Some of the, some of the other things are important too, is you're, you are eating the single best thing for great sex. I mean, I would say spinach is, you know, by far number one, but there's other things that are important too. You know, throw in a yam into that, that mix and you've got some potassium, which is going to even add to that. It's going to add to, first of all, help your mood, optimize your mood. It's going to um, also help those blood vessels. But for those of us who are having great sex already, think of this. They have done studies on soldiers killed early on in life, okay? They look at their blood vessels and you can see by the time people graduate high school, there's already visible plaque accumulating on our blood vessels. And this plaque, it doesn't go away. It just keeps building and building and building to the point that we die. So if you want to have great sex, you need to pay attention to this before those blood vessels start to show signs of plaque accumulation you know remember you can have plaque accumulation and feel just fine until it those blood vessels become blocked yeah. yeah exactly and to remind everyone at the beginning of the show christine talked about our blood vessels that support our sexual functioning or some of the smallest blood vessels in our body so we really want to keep them clear so that the blood can keep flowing and gushing down to where it needs to go to support optimal sexual functioning and 
Before we go, everybody wants to know, what should I stop eating? I mean, we know we should not be eating big, greasy burgers, and we shouldn't be smoking, and um, there's probably a lot of fried things we shouldn't be eating to support sexual functioning. Are there some, like, can you give us three to five key foods we should avoid? I'll give you a whole category of foods to avoid. That's processed foods. You know why processed foods, in order to make them taste good, they throw in all the fat they can fit in there. They throw in as much salt as they can fit in and as much sugar. And all three of those are, are not good for great sex. You know, that's the anti-sex. That's the, that's the bad sex diet. You know, what you want to do is be eating things that are closest to what nature intended for human beings, fresh fruits and vegetables, um, things that are nourishing that entire trifecta of great sex. And it's not just vegetables, right? I mean, no, there's absolutely not. When you were talking about your one meal with your boyfriend and you noticed a positive impact on your sexual experience, it made me think I was also trying out a recipe a couple of years ago, a shake. I made my husband um, a pomegranate, I think pomegranate and cranberry shake. By lunchtime, he was just like, what did you put in the shake? What exactly did you put in this? And it was just a one-time recipe that I was trying that a senior citizen had told me, this is the cure for erectile dysfunction. This is the only <laughs> cure. And so I just put them together, made my husband a shake, didn't say anything. And he called me at lunch. And fortunately, you know, his administrative assistant is like 92 years old. Like, what's going on here? And so it can just be one meal. It's not something or something that you can slowly incorporate. It's not that that you have to do a complete rehab overnight with your food. It's something that you can slowly integrate into your diet. Is that correct? Absolutely. I tell my patients, if you want to start slow, change one meal a day, maybe start with lunch and, you know, maybe make it a nice leafy green salad and throw in a baked yam or some squash. And with that one meal, you're going to be getting a huge portion of your targets for those minerals and, and vitamins for great sex. Yes, I'm actually completely embarrassed to say we did have yams for dinner last night. Maybe I maybe my sex life is just all based on my diet. <laughs> As I'm having this talk with you. But because of your um your expertise in Chinese medicine, I cannot let you go without asking about how traditional Chinese medicine promotes sexual health. Because a lot of things that are out there show that you're actually, if you don't have sex, like that is what strengthens your sexual prowess. But what you're saying is a little bit different. Can you explain that? Yeah, sure. So great sex from a Chinese medical perspective is when qi and blood flow freely, you know, to the genitals. And uh, and so we want to promote the free flow of qi. Things that block the qi are cloying, heavy, greasy foods like, you know, your cheeseburgers and things like that and like your processed foods, but also like your dairy that's, um, you know, really fatty and, and whatnot. And so from a Chinese medical perspective too, we want to eat in balancing the five flavors. So a well-balanced diet is one that includes kind of equal proportions of uh, where bitter is represented, sour, sweet, uh, acrid, you know, all of the five flavors. And the ones that we tend to neglect are the bitter, which is our leafy greens, and the sour, which are our fruits. Um, and we favor the salty flavor 
and the sweet flavor. So in doing so, we kind of disrupt a lot of those, those sex hormones. Um, but, you know, promoting that free flow of chi is what we're looking for. And we do that with the food that we eat. And then we do that with acupuncture as well. So we place needles at points along what we call the meridians of the body, but those meridians correspond to the vascular system and the nervous system. And essentially we're simulating nerve points, um, nerve pathways. And in doing so, we do change the body chemistry. Uh, one of the points that I tend to use with a lot of my patients um, that I'm treating for sexual health, particularly erectile, is um, a point underneath the testicles, in between the, the testicles uh, and the anus, the perineum. And that's a major crossing point of nerves associated with sexual function. And so um, we stimulate nerve pathways basically to help uh, promote blood flow and direct the body's attention to that area. Oh, that's very interesting. I, I'm going to have to invite you back and talk about acupuncture because I'm yeah. fascinated. <laughs> I wanted to get into acupuncture and opening the pathways and you started talking about the perineum and I'm like, that's the root chakra. And so we'll have to have an, a whole nother conversation about that. But you guys know what time it is. It is time for your climax when I, along with Christine's help, give you a little something, something to remember about eating for great sex. So Christine's going to help me out. The trifecta of great sex is nerves, blood vessels, and hormones. When they're all working together, you're going to have the optimal sexual experiences that you're looking for. Two, the most important foods to eat for great sex are antioxidants. If I have to answer in one word, it's antioxidants. Antioxidants, the same things that prevent cancer. What? Promote great sex. Who knew? Three, the foods to avoid are processed, 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 processed. And of course, to remind yourself of all of this important info and to easily incorporate it into your life, you've got to pick up Christine's book. Christine, where can they find your book? On Amazon. Diet for Great Sex on Amazon. Diet for Great Sex on Amazon, Christine Delosier. And most importantly, I know everyone's going to give Christine some love by checking her out on all her social media channels, which are at Diet for Great Sex on Instagram, on Facebook, and on TikTok. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I had so much fun talking to you guys about Diet for Great Sex with Christine Delosier. Check me out on all the social media networks. That's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Come on, what are you waiting for? Let's link up. It's D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, Dr. Sanjaya. I really appreciate you guys tuning into Sex in South Beach. And you know the best thing that you can do right now? Share this episode with someone you love, especially if you know they're doing a pit stop at a fast food restaurant right now, getting some greasy food that's going to diminish their sexual functioning. Show them some love and share the show. Thanks so much for checking out Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. My Uber driver lost his mind the other day, but he blamed me. He said I smelled so good he became too excited to drive. This man actually pulled over to get himself together. And he refused to drive until I told him the name of my fragrance. Then he bought three bottles before driving again. I know Sen's body oil makes men crazy, but that Uber ride should be free.
Go to S-E-N-S-E bodyoil.com Sense Aromatherapy Body Oil. Use it tonight. Thank me.